sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Incredible. I mean, when we started camp, I thought we could be pretty good, but I didn't know we could win the whole thing. So to be sitting here enjoying the parade today and feeling the love of the, the whole Bay Area, it's pretty incredible. Kucherov, he's pressured, and his pass left the zone. Played back by Bogosian. Kucherov to Stamkos. Kucherov heads down low, good deflected out of the air, turned in the corner by Kemper. Now centered, Stamkos scores! He was all You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Tuesday, June 21st. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, toll-free, 844-843-6879. Send a tweet at Opposite Picks. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. NBCS Bay Area Sports uh, with the call there on the Steve Kerr comments at the uh, Victory Parade and then uh, ESPN last night with the Stephen Stamkos goal. Uh, Sean McDonough with the call as uh, Colorado and Tampa Bay go at it in game three, which we'll get to hear in a second. Kepka, though, the latest to jump. Will Kyrie jump next? Lightning jump starts the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, live dogs last night are dead. Where's Brittany? No-no on the no-hitter. Warriors celebrate their title and Thompson gets traded. Really? Uh, black cloud time on the Stankies and uh, the Stinking Angels kill us again. We'll get to all those stories, push your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on this uh, first day of summer. Summer officially beginning today. How about that? Uh, what's going on, LL's loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, Tuesday morning? As uh, we got a little Stanley Cup finals, we got some golf news. Brooks Kepka, the latest to jump. He announced that this morning, so he joins uh, the likes of Patrick Reed, Abe Answer supposed to jump, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, we know Phil Mickelson uh, at the LIV Tour, and uh, that's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And this time next year you're gonna have uh you know we heard uh, our update guy say eight of the top 50 if, if that's the case by next season I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's 25 of the top 50 really they're all gonna jump and then you know i don't know how long uh, that well is gonna remain open you know how long they're gonna continue to pay guys 50 to 100 150 million dollars to jump uh i don't know if there's a certain amount or if it's just you know whatever you want come on over we'll give you the money uh, but i'm guessing there's a limit to how much of that does go by but uh bottom line is it's, it's going to be a 50 50 proposition it is you know uh you know the more and more people look into the pga's dealings with the saudis themselves with china uh, they don't got a moral leg to stand on now if they want to just sit there and yell and scream about how they're better than the uh, the saudi group then okay they could do that but don't throw the morals at these guys and if you're not going to have that hanging over their head and that's up for you to decide um then it, it's all about the money right I mean, everything's about the money. We all know that. Uh, that's why these guys opt out of contracts and everything else. It's it's always, I don't care what anybody says, it's always about the money. So if the money over there is that much greater, 
you know, you have a lot of tournaments here in the United States, but what, what, what does the golfer care? I, I don't care where I'm getting my money from. I don't care what what umbrella it is. I, I could still play in the United States. Yeah, this, they're not playing over in Saudi Arabia. The, you know, the tournaments are all over the world, including here in the United States. So eventually you'll have more and more guys jumping, and I'm thinking eventually you'll have more and more guys and more and more uh, facilities hosting these events. So you want to pay me $15 million to play in one tournament, win, lose, or draw, which is basically what these guys are getting? I mean, that's tough to turn down. And then if you want to throw the moral thing on it, that supposedly the PGA is accepting advertising money from the Saudi group. I mean, how crazy is that? <coughs> we all know they're dealing with, with China. I mean, so they're all dogs. They're, you know, they're all lousy countries. You like to be able to think that you'd have a leg to stand on and not deal with these countries, but uh, that that's uh, sadly just not reality. So Kepka is the latest to go. You got the shamble. Isn't it odd? You know, the two guys that supposedly hate each other are two of the guys that are you know over there together joining forces. How weird is that? I always, I never bought into that. The shambo Kepka little rivalry. I, I thought that was just fabricated just for golf. I really did. So he's the latest. And I, I don't doubt by the end of this week, we'll get a couple of more. Uh, the other big story last night, Tampa Bay does beat Colorado six to two. Well, I tell you what, at least it was entertaining. You know, I, I will say that there were some fights in the third period. Uh, you know, it was 4-2, and then it was 6-2 after two. And then for all intents and purposes, it was over then. But, it, you know, a blowout in hockey can be more entertaining than a blowout in the NBA. Blowout in the NBA, we've seen it. The stars sit, the backups play. Nobody even knows who these guys are. There's no intensity. There's no anything. It's just blah. Uh, blowout in hockey, at least the intensity remains and you get a lot of fights and everything that can be a lot of fun to watch. It was one pretty good one last night between O'Connor of Colorado and Colton of Tampa Bay. These guys were landing some serious blows. Serious blows. So uh, you know, again, the, the blow in hockey isn't too, too bad. But you know, uh, I, I long for the day of these uh, games going to overtime. We got game one going to overtime, but even that, I will say, was after it was 3-3 early in, or midway through the second, and we thought we were going to get like an 8-7 game, right? And then there was no more scoring in the second and then no more scoring in the third. So it was kind of like a boring 4-3 overtime game number one. Uh, so, and then we had the blowout game two, and then we had the blowout last night in game three. So we're really kind of still waiting for that great, great thriller down the stretch. But uh, we got a series as Tampa Bay uh, cuts into Colorado's series lead at two games to one. We'll get into the game. We'll get into the series bets, baseball, football notes, basketball notes, all coming up. Opposite picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, Series 6 7, 1, 5, 9. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. That one's driven deep to right field. Going back, Morgo On the track, he leaps. He can't make the play. And it caroms out into right field. Here comes Don. They're waving him home. He will score. And the Yankees lead 3-2. And Margot is down in right field. And Hicks is at third with an RBI. High fly ball. 
Shallow center, going to be a tough play. Who's going to make it? Aaron Hicks makes it, and the Yankees win 4-2. Wandy Peralta hauls off the Tampa Bay Rays to win the first game of this three-game set. A brilliant performance by Garrett Cole. He gets nothing for it other than a lower ERA, but the Yankees pick up their 50th win of the year. They are 50-17 and and pull this one out here in St. Pete. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, I can't take it anymore. I, I, I just uh, I, I just can't take it anymore. I, I can't. Uh, I can't have this. Uh, I got enough aggravation in my life. I don't need the New York Yankees winning 150 games here. So we're, we're going to officially take out the Wetzel Black Cloud. <clears throat> and what is the Black Cloud? Yes, Network. Michael K. with the calls there. As the Yankees do win again, uh, I'm going to do this for all fellow Red Sox fans. Uh, we are going to officially bet the Yankees every single night. I don't care if I got to get a second mortgage out. I am not having the Yankees win 130 games. All right, I, I, I just I can't have it. Just it's bad enough the Mets are good. It's bad enough the Red Sox stink. Although they did win again last night. Uh, it's bad enough the Celtics lost. It's bad enough my uh, Dolphins are, are just putrid. It's bad enough we don't have a quarterback. Uh, it's bad enough my hockey team just fired its head coach, even though it led them to the Stanley Cups for six straight season playoffs. Uh, so I, I and I just. I just can't have the Yankees. I just can't take it anymore. I just, I'm getting too old for this stuff. So we're going to officially put the Wetzel Black Cloud. Every night, I'm going to open up one account, separate little FanDuel account, betting just the Yankees. That's it. That's, I don't care what the odds are. I'm not going to lay a run and a half. I'm not going to take the chance the Yankees winning by one run. Uh, even last night, you know, 2-2 game in the uh, in the eighth inning, they ended up scoring two runs, and they went 4-2. to two. They covered. But I'm not even going to take that. I am leaving nothing to chance every night. Just the Yankees. We're going to start a Wetzel Black Cloud. There's no way in the world we're going to win money. No way. No, the boys in Vegas just don't allow us to win money. Uh, not me, anyway. Not you. Me. Uh, so that's why we'll put the Wetzel Black Cloud on the Yankees. And in the process, if it costs me, uh, you know, a second mortgage, you know what? Uh, I'll do it for all fellow Red Sox and all baseball fans. You don't have to be a Red Sox fan to hate the Stankies. So, yeah, we know half the team's on roids anyway. So sooner or later, something bad's going to happen. And uh, me putting money on them is uh, one step in the right little direction. So, uh, yes, network, though, with the call. Yeah, Tampa Bay did win last night as far as uh, the Lightning. Wrong Tampa Bay team won. Uh, They won. Tampa Bay, uh, Devil Dogs lost. So we got 2-1 series now. Uh, Vasilevsky was great. Colorado stunk. Um... No, uh, Jared Point didn't matter for uh, Brandon Point for Tampa Bay didn't matter. Colorado did score first. It looked like they scored two goals, but they did take a two one, one nothing lead. Uh, and then, for all intents and purposes, it was all Tampa Bay after that. You knew that going in. If I didn't have Colorado winning the series in five, I would have been all over Tampa Bay last night. You know, when you get a team that gets embarrassed like they did in Game Two, losing seven nothing, good team, even bad teams when they get embarrassed like that, they bounce back. There's just a mental edge they have over the team that, that whacked them. So, uh, and the 6-2 is not quite in that same category as 7 nothing. but I got to tell you, this Darcy Kemper, he sucks for Colorado, the goaltender. I told you before, th- there might be worse goaltenders, although I don't know. You really start to go back and look at it. You know, the, the, the big thing in football is like, who's the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl? And you can come up with you know a few of the guys, right? Who's the worst goaltender? 
to ever win a Stanley Cup championship. You haven't really had, like, in the NFL, you could have great defenses and then carry the Trent Dilfers and the Brad Johnsons of the world. Oh, I think those guys were actually halfway decent. Um, they get a little bit more criticism than what they deserve. But you don't you don't really have that in the NHL. I mean, you think of all the dynasties. They're all kind of led by, with the goaltender. You know, I mean, you have great offenses. Don't get me wrong. But uh, we'd have to look that up and see who's, you know, because the Darcy Kemper is in that category. He's certainly in that conversation. And if he's not the worst, as I said before, he is, like, playing the worst, which is even more remarkable. There might be goaltenders that are actually worse than him overall for their career. But this guy is just, he's playing lousy. And they're still in the Stanley Cup Finals. And they're still leading 2-1. to one. There's no way in the world I would start him in Game 4. He probably will start for, for Colorado. But, you know, as it's pointed out by uh, one of my colleagues last night, uh, George Kurtz, He's not under contract for next year. He's only been with the team one year. This is not a lifer like they feel obligated. Okay, you know what? He's been with us for four, five, six years. He's our guy. Or, you know, this is the first year of a three, four, five-year contract. He's going to be here forever. We're not going to kill him. You know, he's, he could be a free agent. He could leave at the end of the season after being acquired before the season. He's been there one year. They don't owe him anything. He stinks. He's awful. The goals he's given up are a joke. So I would start the, the uh, Frank Cruz guy. You know, he, he listen. At least he gave up only one goal last night on ten shots. May have said the you know the game was over, but you know what? He had he was actually hit by a couple of shots by Tampa Bay. So I, I would go with him because uh, uh, Kemper just absolutely stinks. But we got a game tomorrow night, so we got the two one. Our Colorado in five is still you know I would have preferred to win last night and be up three nothing, lose game four, which is feasible, then win game five. Now it's going to actually take a you know a real Colorado win over Tampa Bay that's going to be really trying and refocused and regenerated and all that other mumbo jumbo stuff. Uh, I still believe in Colorado in five. I said they would get a split out of three and four, so it's still a possibility, but we would have preferred it uh, last night uh, for sure. Uh, baseball again. Uh, we had some live dogs last night that all failed us. Just, just San Fran over the uh, Braves. They had the lead, couldn't hold on. They lose. St. Louis, you know, they had uh, Michaelis, the kid who nearly threw the, uh, the no hitter his last time out, pitched well again last night. Only allowed two runs, but that's all they needed. Two nothing. Milwaukee wins, unfortunately. And uh, don't ask why, but I thought Detroit was a live dog. They had won a couple in a row, uh, and I thought maybe, just maybe, Red Sox tend to play down to their competition. But uh, they got whacked by the Red Sox 5-2. Uh, to two. So our three kind of main dogs all came up uh, dead yeah, yesterday. They're not they not live, that, that is for sure. So we'll find some baseball winners, though, for today. Absolutely. And then the other big story is uh, Kyrie Irving, supposedly, according to the athletic uh, contracts uh, with the uh, contract extension talks with the Nets, not going well. He wants to, uh, he's got one year left, as all these guys do. I don't know why these teams do this, but they let the players opt out uh, the last year of their contract. He's uh, set to make almost $37 million next season. He opts out, then he can sign a new deal, which is what they do. So even though he's walking away from 37, that's allowing him to sign a, a three or four year contract, right? So he's due a four year max money, you know, so it's going to get him right around $40 million. And uh, supposedly the Nets are blocking. He has until June 29th to opt out of that $37 million for next year and uh, decide what he wants to do after that. You know, he could just opt out, not resign with the Nets, and just leave if he wants to, which is, you know, a possibility. He would have to take less money unless the Nets agreed to do a sign and trade, but... 
uh, he could just walk away if the Nets don't want to give him his money, right? And on the surface, I'm all for, like, let the guy walk. He's been nothing but a headache in the three years. It's not what they planned. You know, the first year Durant was out with his Achilles injury. Uh, two years ago, it didn't happen. This past year, obviously, it didn't happen with all the COVID nonsense going on. But, you know, you, 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 the Nets are in a corner. Hey, what, what are you going to do, right? You have to do it. You have to pay the guy. You, you just have to pay the guy. It's the NBA. Everybody maxes out in the NBA. You know, they made their bed when they signed Kyrie Irving three years ago. They made their bed when they paid Kevin Durant, despite Durant missing an entire season. They made their bed when they fired reputable head coach Kenny Atkinson. You know, they made their bed when they traded young guys like Spencer Dinwiddie and brought in 90-year-olds like LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. It's the NBA. Everybody maxes out. It is what it is. You'll be paying this guy $60, $70 million if the NBA could. So you made your bed, Nets. Now line it. Pay the guy as much of a bird brain as he is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Five out of 23, and that's well hit to right field. And with the heat, that ball is going to carry. And that is well back into the right field seats. And the Royals have a 2-0 lead in the first inning. Didn't you say get him early? Yeah, thank you. And nice job, Benny, by the way. Yeah. That's going to find a home out there right center. That'll get it done. In to score is Durant easily. Heck, he's already in the dugout. <laughs> and J.D. will pick up his 29th RBI. How about that? He get a good breaking ball, and you stroke at the right field. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. 844-843-6879, our toll-free telephone number. Valley Sports, Kansas City. Nesson with the calls there as uh, Kansas City does beat the Angels. Uh, and uh, the Red Sox obviously knock off Detroit. I'll, I'll never understand why the Red Sox traded Andrew Benatendi. I, I, I don't get that. Guy's hitting 300 this season, uh, 298, basically 300. Solid 285, 290 hitter. It could have been a fixture in left field. Uh, instead, they get rid of uh, a bright young star, who even for the Red Sox at 271, 290, 266. I mean, uh, you know, for a 26-year-old, 25-year-old, like he was at the time, 24, I, I don't I don't know what they expected out of this guy. They got a bunch of bums from Kansas City in return. Never, never understood that, and I, I will never understand that. So, uh, But the Red Sox do win uh, last night, which is a good thing. But the stinking Angels lost. Thanks for nothing, Mike Trout. I see you again. You See, you take Mike Trout out of San, uh, Seattle, all right? So he's able to hit the Seattle Mariners for whatever reason he beats the snot out of them. Uh, I can't even say he faces a real team, you know? Another dog team in Kansas City. You would think maybe, just maybe, this dopey uh, Angels team uh, will t- continue their turnaround, right? I mean, the, they, they take four or five in Seattle. You know, they got Trout back. He's hitting home runs left and right in Seattle. Now they go home. They start a three game set against the god-awful biggest waste of human flesh in Minnesota, Kansas City, and that whole central area. Uh, you, know, you say east or west of the Mississippi, but I'm trying to figure out if uh, Kansas City that's west of Mississippi. Uh, and Royals, and they lose 6-2. to two. I, I, with, with your best pitcher on the hill, who's 3-1 and one with an ERA of 1.48 at home. 
Stinkin' Mike tried another strikeout, goes one for four, does absolutely nothing. Uh, just killed our open parlay. I mean, we're not, we can't even get one started without losing because of the uh, Angels. I'll never bet on the LA Angels ever again, ever again. Except today. We got to include them one more time. All right, five one or eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's grab a couple phone calls here. Uh, John in Manhattan starts us off as he did yesterday. What's going on, John? Uh, how are you today? I'm great, uh, Scott. I'm in, in a good mood. I was listening to the Rolling Stones. Uh, Scott, quick pop quiz on the Rolling Stones, Scott. They have been together as a band for how many years? would say uh, it's got to be at least 45, 50. They are celebrating their 6-0 anniversary this summer in Europe. I was going to go 60. I was going to go 60. I thought maybe not that long. But, yeah, I I figured, you know, here we are in 2022. So, I mean, 75, you know, is basically 70, uh, 50 years. So, yeah, I mean, 60 years. That is rare, John, right? I mean, you're more into music than I am. You hear about all these bands and all the breakups, and I'm sure there have been some changes over the years. But uh, for a band to be able to stay that long, that doesn't – you know, you got Mick Jagger, but it's not Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. It's the Rolling Stones. You know, you don't have that many, like, group names versus – you know, uh, singular names, if you know what I mean, staying together. Correct. And um, Keith Richards is still in the band. And to further your point, Scott, in 1970, the Stones started in 62. In 72, they started playing stadiums. I don't mean arenas. I mean stadiums and selling them out. So, Scott, they've been selling out stadiums since 72, and they're doing that this summer in Europe. So this band has been selling out stadium 60,000 plus for 47 years it's not like they were on top then went off the radar and then came back they never left the top so uh, you can tell how much I love them Scott um, uh, real quickly on the uh, my Yankees I was laughing because yesterday you said well the Yankees lost Sunday so maybe this is the beginning of the end and then uh, they won last night behind Cole <laughs> and then today you're jumping on the bandwagon and um, I was wondering Scott do you think uh, Cole keeps his spider tech at the Tampa training facility and he just scoops it up before the game or does it travel with him and I'll let you go with uh, a reminder that Serena Williams is playing a doubles match today first time she's been on the court in almost two years and do you think she'll retire after wow. Wimbledon you think she'll try and stumble through the US Open and retire then Scott I love when you uh, talk about her future right now so she'll retire it cracks me up thanks Scott all right, John, a couple things. One, uh, I am curious to know how much these guys make for one concert. You know, Springsteen, Rolling Stones, you know, the, the guys that sell out these big, I mean, are they making a, a million dollars, a half a million, 100000 50000 I know there's a lot of hands that have to be fed with these concerts, but I'd like to know for as long as these guys have been singing and on tour and how many concerts, I mean, they must be making just a gazillion dollars. Two, think about how old, you know, these guys are and think about how many drugs these guys must have done. You know, it's not... 
They're not really a poster child for don't do drugs because, you know, if they were, they would have been dead 40 years ago. But I, I want how many, how many different kinds, how much uh, Mick Jagger and those guys have done over the years, right? I mean, it is amazing. Forget about their ability to sing. Just the fact that they're alive right now uh, has got to be something. Um, I did watch a good portion, well, uh, about an hour, a half hour, an hour or so of the Serena Williams movie, the documentary. Um with her and in uh, Venus, but mostly centered around Serena. Uh, I saw that on, uh, I think it was HBO or Showtime, one of the two. That was actually pretty interesting. Uh, a behind-the-scenes kind of look at her uh, in the 2002, 3, 4, 5 area. They, they had a camera crew follow her for a few years. And that uh, that actually was, was pretty interesting. Um, I Listen, I've always given her a lot of credit for playing. I mean, you look at the Osaka. There's no better example, right? And Naomi Osaka, you know, here she is. Uh, you know, she has her 15 minutes of fame. She's won her three, four majors, whatever it is, has a gazillion dollars. But at the age of 23, 24, wants to uh, spend the rest of her time just going out and being a 23, 24-year-old, which fully appreciate. Whereas Serena is at 44, 45, whatever she is, right? I mean, how old is she? Uh, and her and her sister really still would have been playing as well if she wouldn't have just fallen off the, you know, with injuries and stuff, uh, Venus. So I, I do marvel at their desire to want to still be on tour. I mean, it's kind of sad in some ways. You know, she's married now. She has a kid, 40 years old. Not that old, but still 40. Um, you know, I mean, you would have thought she wanted to, she would have been able to move on with her life as well and have other interests, but so, has it been two years though since she's been playing? Really? That's amazing. Um, I know she said she's going to play Wimbledon and she'll probably play the U.S. Open as well. and Maybe, maybe just the majors just to go have some fun, but... Uh, five, uh, 844 uh, Dominice Rochester. Dom, what's going on, bud? Hey, Scotty, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? Uh, how the hell has Mick Jagger stayed alive all this time? That's what I mean, he's, right? Jeez. You know, he's, he's an advertisement for death. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he looked like he was dead. You know, and when he was thirty years old, he looked like he was seventy. Right? I haven't seen any pictures of him lately, but man, funny though. Well, he hasn't improved. Gee, you think you think drugs could be an issue? <laughs> I, 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 you know, maybe it's giving him longevity. You know, it kills everybody else, but somehow it's uh, you know keeping him alive. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe you and me and Marty should take him the way. You know the way things are <laughs> going for Martin. But uh, uh, did John say my Yankees? No, he didn't say that. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> Scotty. He's a Yankee fan. Uh, listen, you're yeah. Well, that may be, but they're my Yankees. So, so he should say they're Dom's Yankees. Anyway, Scotty, Mister Mush, Black Cloud, even you are not going to be able to stop this train, baby. Even you can't stop this train. Scotty, they got five starters that are probably going to go to the All-Star game. And Cole is the least likely of the five to go to the All-Star game. Think about that. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a miracle. Absolutely a miracle. So... And uh, they blew the they blew the uh, they blew the win for 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 Cole last night. Uh, anyway, yeah. as far as that goes, but Scotty, 
you know me, I listen to every pitch. Oh, by the way, there was a guy last week that substituted for John because he didn't go to Toronto, which, you know, you know he's cutting back, right? You knew that. Right. So yeah. He's cutting back. Yeah, I know him. him. So. Yeah, I know Justin. Well, of course you do. I used to work with him. Yeah. yeah, he used to work with him. Oh, Justin. Well, he. Well, I gotta tell you something. Susan didn't like him. Okay, and it was really. Obvious. She just really. Yeah, they, just, uh, yeah, they, they oil and water. They were oil and water, and every time I say wow. this guy's name, people laugh. But last night, Ricky Ricardo did the uh, broadcast, and you may know right. him too. He, no, I don't know him. From the Spanish, uh, no. Scotty, he's good. He's really, really, really? good. A lot of, a lot of energy. Tune, tune him in for an inning. A lot of energy. Uh, the, so he. I don't know him. He's going to get the. By the good call. All right, we got to run here. I don't know him, but I do know Justin. Uh, I used to work with him. I was all talking about him. He's a really, really good guy. You can't not like him, really. And so I'm surprised they didn't get along. I really am. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks and newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. A right, nice little five and two last night, so we're 237 up, 273 down. Uh, still minus 2700 if you're a $100 player. So we got some work to do for sure before we get back to profitability. But uh, it will happen, no doubt, by the end of the year. Uh, here we go. We got seven-pack all-baseball. We're going to start with the Dodgers laying a run and a half at Cincinnati. Uh, this is just a no-brainer. I got a first-place team versus a last-place team. I got one of the best teams with realistic World Series hopes against a team that's just trying to get out of last place. And I'm laying just a run and a half. I mean, I got a pitcher that's undefeated, Tony Gonsolin against uh, Taylor Miley, who sucks. Miley, Miley, whatever the fudge his name is. I love the Dodgers here. Uh, give me the Reds, plus one and a half. Pick number two, Baltimore versus Washington. No line yet out on this game for whatever reason. I'm sure the pitching matchups aren't set. Doesn't matter. You know what? Baltimore's actually playing decent ball. Now, I, I like them better at home, but this is, in essence, a home game. Washington, you know, the Beltway Series. Uh, Washington, meanwhile, the Nationals, oh, they stink. Oh, they're just awful. Second worst record in the National League behind only the Cincinnati Reds. Baltimore, as I told you, halfway decent. Only eight games under 500, which, you know, for them is actually pretty darn good. And they're eight and six their last 14 games. They're actually playing some good ball. Love Baltimore here. Uh, give me uh, Washington, the Nationals. Pick 
number three, Red Sox laying a run and a half versus Detroit. Ah, oh, the Tigers stink. I, I thought maybe, just maybe, played a little hunch on them last night, but nah, forget it. They lose. They've now lost seven of their last nine. They're battling Kansas City for the worst record in the American League. Red Sox are red hot outside of a series against Baltimore and Cincinnati. Other than that, they played the best baseball outside of the Stankies and then maybe in the majors in the American League anyway. They've been on fire. and They're at home. They beat the snot out of Detroit. Uh, all but six of the Tigers, 42 losses have come by two runs or more, so don't worry about laying the run and a half. Love the Red Sox here. Uh, give me Detroit plus the run and a half. Pick number four, Yankees minus 170 at Tampa Bay. I mean, how can't you play the Yanks, right? They, they did it again last night. They're now 17-2, their last 19 games. They got the best record in baseball. They're 50-17, best start since the 2001 Seattle Mariners. Tampa Bay, meanwhile, is struggling. They've lost 9 of 12, including uh, all, uh, well, the uh, last four games against the Stankies. They're only 2-6 and six against the Stanks this season. I mean, everything points to New York here. Uh, give me Tampa Bay plus the 150. Pick number five, Philadelphia, even at Texas. Again, don't make this stuff harder than it has to be, folks. Uh, you know what? The uh, Philadelphia Phillies are 15 and three their last 18 games. 15 and three. Uh, now they're playing a Texas Rangers team that's, you know, mediocre, halfway decent, but not, you know, great 500 ball club. I mean, love, 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 love Philadelphia here. Uh, give me the Rangers, uh, minus 120. Pick number six, St. Louis minus 130 at Milwaukee. Interesting. They were dogs last night, as you figured they would be at Milwaukee, but uh, they got John Flaherty going against Chichi Gonzalez for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I thought he was on back nine in the par four golf course. Uh, anyway, uh, it is St. Louis. That is the favorites here. Uh, I said I was going to play St. Louis all series long. Uh, I'm not going to stop here, the, even though they're the favorite. I do like, uh, you know, getting odds versus getting them, obviously, but uh, St. Louis with the better, better, better. Better pitching. Uh, I love the Cardinals here. Give me the Brewers plus the 110. Final pick Seattle minus 140 at Oakland. Oh, the A's are just atrocious. Uh, Oakland at one point this season was 10 and 9. They are 20 plus games under 500 since then. 20. They are atrocious. Uh, you know, Seattle comes to town losing four or five at home against the Angels. Don't like that. But give me a rested Seattle team that's got a little chip on its shoulder versus an A's team that has just absolutely quit. You got to be crazy to put American money on Oakland these days. Uh, give me Oakland plus the 120. Opposite picks. We got the Reds plus a run and a half against the Dodgers. We got the Nationals going up against the Baltimore Orioles. We got the Tigers plus one and a half uh, against the uh, Boston Red Sox. We got Tampa Bay plus 150 uh, against the New York Stankies. We got the Texas Rangers uh, getting odds uh, against the or laying odds minus 120 against the Philadelphia Phillies. We have uh, the Milwaukee Brewers plus 110 getting odds against St. Louis. And we got the Oakland A's plus 120 against the Seattle Mariners. Opposite picks for today, Tuesday, the 21st. Good luck, folks. And there you go. And we'll post that, uh, as we always do, on the website, oppositepicks.com. All right, let's hop right to it. Let's get to our uh, fun trends that we like to give out. Uh, I will update the uh, losing by two runs or more. Detroit lost by two runs or more last night. They are now uh, 41 losses. I think I said 42 there. 
Only six of the 41 losses have come by one run. 35 have come by two runs or more. That is amazing. Uh, Kansas City won. Washington didn't play, so that doesn't change. Cincinnati didn't play. Oakland didn't play. Baltimore didn't play. Seattle, uh, what's Seattle do? Uh, they didn't play. Uh, Pittsburgh played. They beat the Cubbies. Cubbies lose, so they fall to 25 and 42. Their numbers aren't too, too bad for being 17 games under 500. Uh, they have 14 one-run uh, one losses, uh, 28 by, uh, by two runs. So we really only added on to uh, Detroit's numbers uh, last night with Kansas City winning. So, but we keep a track of, of all that stuff. It's amazing how many times these teams lose by two runs when they actually lose. Our hockey uh, update: uh, it was Pickham last night, so we'll, we don't lose that as a favorite or underdog. So we make that Pickham uh, went over. So over unders now in the postseason: forty six overs, thirty five unders, with uh, one push. Team that scores first wins. <clears throat> that was not the case last night as Colorado scored first. So team to score first now is 57 and 25. Uh, didn't go to overtime, so we stayed only 13 overtimes. No goals in the third period, so it was a rare under third period. Overs are still 54 and 28. Wasn't a one-goal game. Uh, so we're now at 23 one-goal games, 59 two goals or more. Think about that. Only 23 one-goal games. And if you eliminate the 13 in overtime, only 10. Teams leading after two periods, that would be Tampa Bay. They did win. This is probably the most crazy number. This postseason, teams leading after two periods, 51-12. and 12. We've had 19 games that were tied heading into the third. But out of the other 63, we've only had 12 comebacks in the postseason. That's amazing. Uh, so much for in-game live betting. If you're going to bet on the underdog anyway. Uh, shots on goal last night. Uh, brother, did we cash in in some ways. Alex Kalorn, one and a half, winner. Anthony Sorelli, one and a half, winner. Uh, Andre Pilat, one and a half, winner. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, four and a half, winner. Miko Rantanen, two and a half, winner. Valerie Nikushkin, two and a half, loser. Five and one, Scott. Hey, listen, you know what? Even the biggest naysayer would be happy with that. Yes, but leave it to me to go five and one, and the one loser was our main play. <laughs> I mean, you just you can't win for losing sometimes with the boys in Vegas. I gave out six yesterday morning. I did like Nikushkin the best, and he's the one loser. So, depending on what you did with that, uh, you either won, you should have won somebody with five and one, but not nearly as much as uh, you probably should have, considering you did go five and one. Oh, that sucks. The one guy out of the six that doesn't win, and he's got to be our main play. Uh, fudge. All right, so hockey, we did give you Tampa Bay. That was the winner. Uh, over Nakusha was the main prop. Uh, MLB, we gave you over eight Cubs in Pittsburgh. I thought that was a sucker line, but that did come through. That was the winner. And then we said if we were only going to play one, it was going to be uh, Nakushka over two and a half goals. And, and again, that was a loser. So, all right, so let's move on to today. Uh, no hockey tonight, so no props or, or regular lines. Uh, WNBA, we're going to grab the uh, Phoenix Mercury minus five and a half 
up against the Minnesota Lynx. Two proud franchises used to be among the best in the WNBA. Now they're among the worst with Griner still rotting away in a, in a Russian jail and Minnesota just being awful. Uh, Minnesota actually played well their last game. Tough to ask a bad team. They got only three wins to play well back to back. So I think Phoenix wins big tonight. Baseball. Uh, I'm not in love with the schedule tonight to begin with, but you know where we're going. Uh, we're going to start the black cloud on the Yankees. It opened up this morning at minus 164. It's already up to 172, which really stinks. But okay, so we're going to go uh, Yankees laying a buck 72 at Tampa Bay. And if we're only going to play one with obviously no NHL and no NBA, uh, not in love in love with the WNBA, so it's got to be the Yankees versus uh, Tampa Bay by process of elimination. So uh, there you go. Black Cloud. All right, we have, we're going to keep track of this stuff. And we're not going to lay the run and a half. We're just going to straight line. Yankees minus 172, 100 bucks on these stakes. $100 Black Cloud. We're going to bet them every single day. Now, our lay the runs parlay. Uh, we hit with the Yanks, we hit with the Padres. And the stinking Angels uh, killed us. Oh, actually, excuse me. We hit with the Mets. We hit with the Yankees. Yeah, and the Angels killed us, not the Padres. But we had the Mets, the Yankees. They both won by uh, two runs or more. And then uh, the Angels lost outright. So we lost on that one. Tonight, we're going to go with the uh, Yankees uh, laying a run and a half at plus 110. We'll go back to the Angels one last time laying a run and a half. If they lose back-to-back -back home games to stinking Kansas City, We'll never bet them for the rest of the season, really. And then uh, we'll play the Padres late a run and a half plus 168. If that comes through, we win. Uh, we put $10 on it. We win 115 bucks. Our open parlay, eh, we lost with the Angels. That was only leg number one, but still, a loss is a loss, so we got to scratch that one. So now we're 2-37. and 37. Our deficit is now reaching 437 bucks. We need a winner here, Scott. So where are we going to go? Uh, we'll take the Dodgers at minus 176. We'll start a new one, parlay number 40. It's a full unit. We'll take the Dodgers, lay 170, uh, 176, the odds. So it's still only $100. We're risking 100 at minus 176. That means if we win, we win $57. And then if we win, then we carry that 57 over. We bet it again tomorrow. Then we carry that over and so on and so on and so on down the line until we hit six. We hit two of them. Uh, they pay off big. Uh, you know, we hit $3,000 worth with our two winners. So we'll make up that 437. And then our underdog parlay, we missed with St. Louis last night. So we're going to go with San Francisco tonight, plus 150 at Atlanta. Giants nearly won. They're playing good ball. Um, no reason to think why they can't beat the Braves. So we're risking $25, only a quarter of a unit, whatever your quarter is. Ours is 25 bucks, 25 to win 3750, uh, which isn't, uh, too, too bad. And then, uh, same thing. We win that. Then we just roll it over and we roll it over six times and we get to cash uh, a ticket on, on that one. All right. So we're all set with, uh, with all that stuff. Uh, anything else as far as our bets are concerned? I think that. Uh, I think that really does it uh, with that. So we got the Yanks as the main play. We're going to start our Black Cloud. Yanks minus 172. Uh, our open parlay is starting a brand new one. We're taking the Dodgers to win 57 bucks, And we're taking the underdog one. We're taking the Giants 25 to win 37.50. All right, we'll close up shop with a couple of extra stories here, right here. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. Yes, you are on this uh, first day of summer. A couple little stories here to get to uh, that we didn't have time to delve into too, too much. You see, uh, Thompson got uh, got traded. You know, Clay celebrating uh, the Warriors NBA title yesterday with the victory parade. Then he finds out uh, his brother. Trace got traded. And not a bad trade. Uh, he goes from the Detroit Tigers, he's a baseball player, to the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers looking for some help with uh, Mookie Betts out for an extended period of time. So he's kind of uh, gone back and forth to Trace, uh, you know, the minors and to the majors. Nothing really crazy over the course of his career. He's like 30 years old now, but uh, still, he was traded. It's kind of funny. Uh, how about Bradley Beal, one of the NBA players that could opt out of their contracts? They got He has one more year left. I told you yesterday that he made his decision. He's just not telling the world. Uh, sportsbetting.ag, never heard of him, but uh, I guess they posted some odds on where he'll next play. The Boston Celtics, interestingly enough, 3-1 to one as the favorites. Portland, uh, which is kind of weird, four to one. Miami five to one. Brooklyn six to one, and then Atlanta seven to one, rounding out the top five. Only twenty-eight years old, uh, terrific player, averages twenty-five points a game. Never really been on a winner. That that Washington team really underachieved all those years with him and John Wall. But uh, I tell you what, uh, you put him in the backcourt, you you get uh, you know uh, him with the Brown and Tatum. Now that's a threesome. That uh, would be a force to be reckoned with. Hate to bench Marcus Smart or have to trade him, but uh, if it means getting Bradley Beal, I would do that in an absolute heartbeat. Absolute heartbeat because he's one of the best players in the NBA. Now, can he do it on a winning team? Uh, that's yet to be proven, but or you know, at least a scene. But I would take my chances. That, that's for sure. So, hey, good job by the phone callers, uh, emails, and tweets. I'll get to uh, after today's program. I'll be back later on tonight in game live. 9 to midnight Eastern time, me and Joe Ranieri watching all the baseball action. Football full circle, Joe Lucy and Ben Stevens coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. Be safe. Enjoy the day, folks. We'll talk to you tonight.